Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies and moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Joseph One Walker III, and I want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast where we attempt to inspire, to encourage, to expose you to some of the greatest thought leaders, some of the great ideas that we know will enhance you becoming the leader that God has ordained you to become. I'm so thankful for all of you who support this podcast each week. And do me a favor, share this podcast. If it's being a blessing to you, share it with at least 10 people. We want you to continue to let folks know that this is a free empowerment zone for next level thinkers and next level leaders. I believe very strongly leadership is not only born, but leaders can be made. I want to help you understand what that looks like. And I want to thank you so much today. I want to focus and zone in on a subject that I believe is incredibly important for us to address. It is the story of discipline. And I call it a story because I believe discipline is a journey. I believe that we come to a place in our lives where we have to eventually learn the benefits of discipline. It is not something that is forced upon us. In many instances, when discipline is forced upon us, it is not organic, nor is it sustainable, But I believe when we create a culture around us of discipline, I believe that we're able to achieve the things that we have set out to achieve. Discipline is a very important attribute for leaders. You find the leader operating at a high level, they will tell you that early on in life, they learn the power of discipline. The act of consistently producing and consistently showing up, consistently getting results, is all the result of a disciplined life. One of the books that I enjoy reading is Rich Foster's Celebration of Discipline. It is a powerful book about spiritual disciplines and life disciplines. And I just believe that even when I think about much of what I've been able to accomplish in my life, it was around five particular areas I want to share with you today. Things that I believe can help you become a more disciplined individual because often our lives are just scattered and Our thoughts are scattered. Some of you are listening right now saying, wow, this is the podcast I needed because I need to bring my life under order and bring it to a place where it can be disciplined to produce the results that I need. First of all, I want to just focus in on this first thing, and it's about focus. And the focus is important because we know that every day we wake up, we are inundated with a variety of distractions. Distractions can be deadly. I call them fatal distractions. This is important because for many leaders, we oftentimes have to realize that focus is really about having an intentional desire to shift my energies toward those things that are value added. In many instances, the distractions oftentimes are what causes us to lose space, lose time, miss moments because we are not as focused as we should be. It is the lack of focus that will cause you to miss an opportunity that could be before you. Focus has a lot to do with discipline, right? Because it allows you to study up and prepare yourself. You come to meetings focused. You come to the moment prepared. 
It is because you understand clearly that without focus, you can never be successful. When you think about it for a moment, how do I bring all of my energy and all my attention into one space? It simply means that I am not just focused, but I'm focused on the goal. I want you to look at it like this. Imagine a point of origination and then imagine the point of destination. That's the desired place you're trying to go. When you think about the point of destination, you have to know that from origination to destination, it's going to be a lot. Irritation, frustration, even nauseation. There's a lot of stuff in between there. There's a lot of things that can get you off course, off track. And what a focused person does is keep the end game in mind. That's what creates the grind. That's what creates the discipline is that I am focused on where I'm going and therefore it makes the journey worth it. It makes me not be sidetracked by all of the different things that are not consistent with where I'm going. See, here's how you determine if it's a distraction. If it does not align to the destination, if it does not enhance, promote, assist me in getting to the destination, it is a distraction. And distraction shows up in people. It shows up in opportunities that may be distractions. It shows up in just normal day-to-day stuff that gets in the way. So you have to ask yourself, when you begin to think about it, what people in your life are not aligned to where you're trying to go? What things have become distractions? It's too much television, too much, too much social media. What, what has become a distraction? Because if it's not enhancing and pushing me toward that thing, that it has become a distraction. Focus is key. Focus is critical. I learned when I was in graduate school at Princeton, I learned the power of intense focus. I realized that it was important, a part of discipline was to get myself in a bubble, to create kind of a mental bubble around myself that I worked hard and focused on the assignments and I let nothing distract me. So I put my phone aside, I put everything aside and I focused on one thing at a time. See, it's about understanding how to have a list of things you're doing one thing at a time. I accomplish this, I move to the next thing. If I just lay everything out and I get to this now, maybe that next time, and maybe if I don't have a system, I'm never focused. So you're all over the place. I'm trying to prevent you from having scattered brain. I'm trying to get you to a place where you understand that focus is really about having a plan and you're thinking about the end game. The plan is the thing that moves me toward the destination. I think the second thing that uh, is important and I think it should be spoken about is the company that we keep. It is true that often our lack of discipline can be a result of bad company. Folks who are not aimed at what we are aimed at, therefore they are not motivated as we should be motivated, and consequently their influences often lead us down paths that are inconsistent with what we are trying to accomplish. When you look over your life, you have to admit that there were certain people in your life who were not as focused as you, and often when you align yourself with those Folks, you find yourself not accomplishing the thing you know you should. You know, the Bible speaks about this a lot. Blessed is the man in Psalm 1 that, that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. His delight is in the law of the Lord, and doth he meditate. Look at that, day and night, that's focus. And then it says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. See, that sounds like focus, right? 
because there could be no stability where there is no focus and wherever there is no stability, there is gullibility due to vulnerability, due to the wrong company to come in and pull you away from the thing you should be disciplined around. You should be studying. But folks say, let's go do this. And so all of a sudden, one phone call, now you're not studying anymore. Folks say, you know, hey, we're going out tonight and you know you've got some things you've got to finish, but you allow those phone calls, those relationships to move you away. So what you need in your life are the kind of people that inspire your vision, that motivate you toward the fulfillment of your purposes. Some of the folks in my life that, that call me to hold me accountable to the things that I said I was going to accomplish, some of the greatest friends I'll have in my life. This is a great season now to begin examining the company you keep because it speaks volumes about who you are. It's no secret that the Proverbs writer writes that bad company corrupts or produces bad manners. It is essential in this season that all of us do relationship audits to make sure that the people in our lives are folks who are moving us and supporting us toward disciplined behaviors to the fulfillment of our visions, purposes in the earth. You've got to watch the company that you keep. I've said it before and I'll say it again that you are the sum total of the five people closest to you in your life. Are those folks disciplined? Do they live lives of discipline and productivity? Here in is the key. As a leader, leaders attract leaders. And that's why iron sharpens iron. You need people in your life who are not dull, but who are sharp, who are motivating you to read, who are motivating you to study, who are motivating you to go after the next thing, or who are not slothful, who are not lethargic, who are not sitting back in spaces of apathy, but who are highly motivated. When you're around that kind of environment and create that culture around you, you can't help but win. Like listening to this podcast for many of you is an act of discipline. It is motivating you toward discipline because you're realizing now I must make assessments in terms of my relationships. I'm motivated to do that and therefore I realize where I've gone astray and now I can get back on track. You can't answer everybody's phone call. You can't respond to every text. You've got to be honest about it. If I'm going to live a disciplined life, I have to watch the company that I keep. The third thing I think is important is to understand wisdom. Wisdom has a lot to do with, you know, making the appropriate decisions that inform and undergird the vision that I have. When you think about unwise decisions, they have a lot to do with the influences in our lives, which have a lot to do with the lack of focus. Some of us, we look over our lives and say, if I knew then what I know now, I would have done it a lot different, right? Because I wasn't making a wise decision. See, wisdom is never birthed out of emotionalism. It's never birthed out of you attempting to respond to life episodically, but it is based upon you seeking God and examining all the information around you and making the right decision. Wisdom has nothing to do with the amount of book sense you have. There are a lot of folks who have extraordinary resumes, but don't have common sense. Wisdom is what it causes a disciplined life to manifest, the ability to make sound decisions, the right decisions. Every day I wake up, I pray for wisdom. I pray for discipline. I pray that I end up making wise decisions because I realize that every single day there are choices and then there are decisions. 
and my decisions weigh heavily upon the level of wisdom that I have. Some think that wisdom comes from life experience. But wisdom comes from God, seeking God for wisdom. Solomon prayed and God said, listen, you, you can have whatever you want. And Solomon asked God for wisdom because wisdom is the principal thing. See, when you gain wisdom and understanding as a leader and you operate in that space, you'll be able to delineate things that may be somewhat complicated to most people. Next level leaders need wisdom in order to be the CEO, in order to navigate as a supervisor, in order to run your practice, in order to be a good student. You need wisdom. The wisdom to discern between what I should do and what I should not do. Even though it may appear to be popular, even though it may appear to be harmless, wisdom will help me understand how to navigate those complicated spaces. Wisdom. Wisdom is key. And when you operate in wisdom, it will enhance your life. It will take you places you've yet to imagine. Wisdom is a powerful tool for all of us. And when we walk in that level of wisdom, oh, man, and all you're getting, get an understanding. Wisdom. Let's review for a second. We talked about focus, the ability to maintain a level of energy around the end goal, to not be distracted by people or things, but to put my energy in a place of focus where I am now looking at the destination, not the frustrations, not the irritations. But when I am focused, everything about me is focused. All my energy is shifted, my language, my eyes. My energy, everything is focused on the goal. The company that we keep, it speaks volumes of who we are. It speaks volumes about how we see ourselves, who motivates us, who inspires us, what influences us, has a lot to do with the company that we keep. And then wisdom. Wisdom, the ability to delineate between what I should or should not do. Wisdom affords me the opportunity to be able to accomplish the things that I need to accomplish and do them in a way that enhances my vision and brings glory to God. The fourth thing I want to talk about is how do you maintain productivity rather than just being busy? There is a sense for many who think that just being busy is enough. We equate busyness with productivity. We brag about how busy we are and how much we have on our calendar and our schedule. We just brag and brag and brag without realizing that there are a lot of folks who are busy, but they're not disciplined. There are a lot of folks who go to the gym and I see them get on every machine, the treadmill for five minutes, and they go lift three minutes for this and three minutes for that. If there is no intentional effort around the plan of health and wellness, you can go to the gym every day and ride everything and you can sit on the bikes and you can do all the weights, but if you're not disciplined towards something, you never will see results. So here's the deal. It's about becoming. Productivity here is about thinking about my outcomes. I've said it in our church that what you become is ultimately what determines your outcome. And our outcomes are a direct result of our energy and our focus and our discipline. That was a time in my life I thought just being busy made me seem important. I was taking on this and taking on that, had no time to rest, just going from one thing to the next. And I would say, whoa, it's been a productive day. I worked for 12 hours, 13 hours. Wasn't productive. 
I was just busy. You see, a disciplined life learns how to say no. A disciplined life puts boundaries and parameters around certain expectations. I don't allow people to levy their expectations on my life. If I'm going to be productive, I got to bite the apple one bite at a time. I cannot boil the ocean. I must realize now more than ever that I have to be very, very intentional about being productive. It's about doing one or two things very, very well rather than just doing 10 not so well. You see, when we are productive, that's where our energy is focused. That's where our company is right. That's when we made the wise decision to say no to certain things that get in the way of that, and therefore we are razor-sharp focused on being productive. Look at the outcomes. Life is about measurables. And when you are a leader, a next-level leader, you live your life based on outcomes. What are the outcomes based on what I've done? If you're wasting all your energy but there are no outcomes, there's no fruit, even Jesus says, you shall know them by the fruit that they bear. Fruit is a direct result of discipline. It's a direct result of discipline. It is important. It is essential. Now more than ever that you begin to be productive. I tell our team, let's produce without excuse. Let's not make excuses while we don't have deliverables, while we don't have outcomes. Who wants to go to work for all this week and all this month and don't get the desired results that you need? It is frustrating. And when you find yourself justifying it and dumbing down your vision to accommodate that slothfulness, you have missed the mark as a next level leader. Your level of expectation and what you demand in terms of folks around you pushes that further and further into a space of productivity. Even God told Adam and Eve, be fruitful and multiply. Produce. I did not create you to not produce in the earth. There's so much inside of you. It's lying dormant, and you have to produce it. The final thing that I want to share with you is this idea of maintaining momentum. This is important because as a next-level leader, you want to remain relevant. And relevancy has a lot to do with sustainability, innovation. Nobody wants to be a pop-up, just, you know, a seasonal, you know, leader where for one particular season, I was leading well and doing well in my organization. My business was doing well, but then all of a sudden, I'm no longer doing that because things have occurred and now I've fallen off. What motivates me more than ever as a leader is never becoming a once was always being cutting edge, always being open to positive change, always understanding that if I maintain momentum, that's the thrust behind the engine. Reason planes stay in the sky is the constant thrust. What makes you and your business and your idea sustainable, even through generations, is your ability to maintain momentum. Momentum is key. It's constantly making sure that I am thinking about sustainability, my legacy, even financial stability. If a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, there's a reason why he does it. Because he was disciplined in his giving. He, he invested. He paid his tithe faithfully. Then he was disciplined in how he watched his money. Grow. He didn't put his money in the money market or in the stock market. Or every day he looks at it. No, he's, he's disciplined to say, let it work. 
let my money work for me. And over time, over time, over time, I'll begin to see measurable results. What I believe your life is about as a next level leader is getting measurable results. That you want to always be sustainable and effective and vibrant as you are in this season, 10 and 15 years from now. You want people to still be calling your name. That's the vibrancy of innovation and what it means to be sustainable. You see, discipline, ladies and gentlemen, is, is the key. When we live disciplined lives, that's where the magic happens. If your life is one of slothfulness and you're all over the place and you have difficulty getting out of the bed or you have difficulty reading or you have difficulty focusing, you have to ask yourself, is that the reason why my, my dreams have not come to fruition? My life is played out like it has because I, I lose focus, I lose discipline, I have the wrong people in my life, I don't make wise decisions, I'm busy but I'm not producing. And I was successful one season, but I fell off and now I lost momentum. No. Reason why I want you to hear this podcast today, because I believe there is an extraordinary leader inside of you who's ready to get all of this right, who understands now more than ever that you've got to be the leader who absolutely lives a disciplined life, spiritually, emotionally, physically, in every capacity, financially, your life is one of incredible discipline and consistency. The thing that I will tell you, one of the secrets of the success that God has given in my life has been the consistency. I'm consistent. Because I'm consistent, it means that what? That I can be trusted with more. When you're all over the place and you're unstable, you can't be trusted with more. As a next level leader, what will bless your organization that will bless your company is your willingness to be consistent no matter what comes in your life. Thank you for listening today. I hope this helped you. I hope it blessed you. I want you to stay connected to me. Follow me on social media and Instagram at Joseph Walker three. And as you emerge as a next level leader, know that discipline is the key. Discipline is the key. Thank you so much. And until next time, you be blessed and you be a next level leader. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph Walker 3. I look forward to connecting with you.